The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hi everybody, it's Mark Kelly here, Chief Customer Officer and Co-Founder at Aldis. I hope you're doing really, really well. And today we have Chuck Tamasi. Unless you've been living under a rock for a long time, you'll know who Chuck is. Chuck is a Senior Developer Advocate at ServiceNow. Chuck, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Oh, it's my pleasure and thank you for having me here today. Chuck, tell us a little bit about your roles and responsibilities at ServiceNow. My role is a senior developer advocate, and that really is the bridge, the interface, or a conduit between our partners and customer developers, all skill levels, of course, and our product teams. So when we have new products, I get to share the content that they come out with, and when the customers have feedback, I can feed that back to the product team or hook them up directly. So I look at this as two main things. There's content and community, whether it's in-person events or virtual or things like the knowledge conference, there's that community feeling about getting people of a common interest together. Chuck, before you joined ServiceNow, tell us a little bit about your background. I came up through what many would consider a traditional background. I have a bachelor's degree in computer science. Worked as a Unix system administrator for a number of years, doing various projects. Always had a programming project, a software development project in my back pocket, whether it was working on an electronic bulletin board back in the dial-up days or a blog software when we got more to broadband. So there was always something going on. I did a number of roles, finally ending up at my last job. I was there for 22 years and uh, decided to jump in and raise my hand when they said, we're going to repatriate our outsourced help desk. We'd gone through a number of mergers and acquisitions, had several ticketing systems, none of which talked to each other, horrible customer experience, horrible end user experience. So we repatriated that, settled on service now, ran that for a couple of years, went to Knowledge 10. I won the first ever Innovation of the Year Award, which proudly hangs on the wall behind me. And a few weeks later, I was dismissed from that company for reasons unknown. And then uh, shortly after I started at ServiceNow in 2010, been there ever since in a number of roles. So again, always having a developer project, something in my back pocket to keep the skills sharp, to learn something and share. It took me a while to realize that is the core of what I do is I learn, I share, and I change lives. Even says so on my personal website. When we look at Chuck, some of the community MVPs, EVPs, and people who are just out there adding value every day, how do you go about choosing the ones that stand out the most when it's so many out there? Oh, you're right. It's a wonderful ecosystem. Everybody is so vibrant and willing to jump in and help. And that's what I love about the culture of this company and this developer ecosystem is everybody I remember a quick story before I answer that question. I was, when I was a customer doing my very first implementation, I was working on an import set, had some questions and my technical consultant jumped on a chat and walked me through it. This was on a holiday. And I said, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing family stuff? 
And he said, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing? I said, I've got to go live in about nine days. And he said, I'm here to help you through it. So it's that kind of giving back. But what makes these people stand out is just that it's they're willing to give back. I'm not saying sacrifice your holidays for every time cut away from the family. But if the opportunity is there, they step up their their meetup organizers. They contribute to the community in terms of answering questions and blog articles. Some make podcasts, some make videos. There is a wide array of ways you can give back to that community and be recognized as a rising star as an mvp and when you look at some new faces this year there seems to be some mixture of some all the people we kind of multiple winners but then some of the new faces standing out from the crowd was there anything particular that they were doing that made you choose them uh, it really was those same criteria that I mentioned, blogs, videos, podcasts, answering questions on the community, social media presence, it, and people's roles change. Heavens knows I have a number of times in my career, so you may not be able to sustain that level. I know we, we've been accused sometimes, of, oh, it's always the same list of people. So I think 50% are new names this year. So I'll, I don't have the exact figure, but I remember it was around half. So there's a lot of new people stepping up saying, hey, I would like to do this. They set a goal in 2022 to make that happen and they put forth the effort. So we like to recognize them. And it's great having new fresh faces, new insights, new ideas. Uh, you know, TikTok wasn't a thing a couple of years ago. There's people out there doing that. Who knows what it'll look like in a couple of years from now? When we look at knowledge coming up, and you know everyone's super excited this is going to be the big one everyone coming together for people who haven't been to knowledge before and are maybe on the fence about heading over there tell us a little bit about what you're most excited about oh absolutely yeah you hit a great topic so knowledge is our big user conference each year we we've had this in a traditional sense of one stop one big conference for a few days april or may of each year hands-on labs, get to see the product teams, hear a keynote from our CEO, that sort of thing. But obviously the pandemic put a bit of a slice into that. And last year we did a little bit differently with multiple locations, smaller venues. This is the return to the one big venue in Las Vegas, May 14th through 18th. So if you haven't done so already, shameless plug, go to knowledge.servicenow.com. There's going to be something for everybody, regardless of your title includes a C in the beginning of the title, or you are a fresh system admin right out of the system fundamentals course. There's a, something for everybody in there. But I'm excited to see the people again. It's much like we were talking about before we turned on the microphone, getting together with people that you've met at previous conferences. I have the most micro relationship with a gentleman named Drew. We first met at Knowledge 10 back when I was a customer and we have seen each other just long enough to take a selfie, say hello, and then we go on with the rest of our lives for 365 days. That's all we do is take a picture and say, remember back at Knowledge 10? It's probably a, a two minute interaction and we're done. But I see him every year. I love that whether it's that or getting to sit down and talk to somebody for 20 30 minutes uh just interacting with the people that that networking that connection that you get i'm also looking forward to doing a number of presentations i was just working on a new game that we're going to be playing in some of our after hours activities there's the creator con keynote that is high on my priority list right now to coordinate and orchestrate an mc so lots going on and it's just very exciting 
And I look forward to meeting a bunch of new people as well. So there's never enough space to make new friends. You are listening to The Oldest Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. When we look at two people who are new to the ecosystem and ecosystem within ServiceNow, and we have the Rise Up program. Tell us a little bit more about how you've been driving this across the ecosystem and some of the areas where people can learn and grow from. Oh, absolutely. Rise Up is a big, big initiative for us. We recognized this in the last couple of years that as we grow, our customers grow and they say, hey, I'd love to do more with your software, but I'm resource constrained right now. So our mission is to help get more resources, whether it's admins, developers, analysts, architects, process owners, get all of these people into the ecosystem so that our customers and our partners can do more and provide more value and really turn that whole customer and employee and user experience around in the enterprise so they can, you know, what CEOs have always been talking about, doing more with less, which is a good thing because it frees up the other people. I, I, I won't get into all that, but the, the Rise Up program is really our initiative to get massive amounts of people into the ecosystem with things like our next gen program targeted towards area and underserved communities in 12 or 16 weeks depending on the program they can go from no knowledge of what service now even is to certified and ready to employ so there's there's a massive shift in direction to do that a large amount of this is through our training team getting those people ready to go. The developer advocates are contributing to that as a feeder mechanism. Obviously, we've got enablement. We want to get people excited. We want to recruit people. So lots of ideas floating around. I think I heard numbers of 600,000 by the end of this year and a million by the end of 2024. Ambitious. It is. It's exciting, but ambitious. But it, you know, it shows that from you started at such a humble point and then within three to four months, you could be ready to go for your first job, particularly within underserved communities. Who wouldn't be interested in that? Tell us a little bit, Chuck, about advice that you would share to your younger self and people coming up the ranks now who want to step outside and do different things that they haven't done before, but maybe a little bit fearful about change and trying something new. Oh boy, if I could go back in time 30 years or so and talk to my younger self, I'd probably say you're pretty much on the right track. Keep doing what you love, follow your passion, keep doing some software at home and run a bulletin board, whatever it was 30, 40 years ago. And uh, for the people out there, remain curious. That's going to be your biggest driver is how can I, or can this be done in a better way? Take a look at what you're doing and explore ways to improve that. Many of the many of the projects or the opportunities that I've got were based on existing work that I was just doing on the side or having fun. The TechNow series that just turned 10 years old was originally conceived as an internal webinar. And somebody said, hey, could we share that with customers? And then that became something else. It still continues to this day, but it blossomed. It got all these branches and forks and trees, and it's now the DNA. It's the core of the content generation that we do today is part of developer advocacy. And had I not sat down way back in 2004 with a microphone and hacked out a podcast, that may not have been the same story because I followed an interest. I followed a lead. I 
went through it. I wasn't very good at it at first. Don't worry about that. You refine what you do. Had I not done some of these things along my career for the fun of it, for the interest, for just the pure curiosity and learning and say, can I fix this? Can I do that? I'd like to try this. That led to much bigger and better things. People will recognize that. Of course, you have to be able to share that with the world. To be able to simply bang out a script to automate your home is one thing. But if you put it on social media or share it on GitHub or something of that nature, you get the visibility. And then people go, this person is known for a little bit of IoT or home automation. Or maybe we could leverage that. Maybe they'd be interested in talking to us about an opportunity that we have. So you have to make yourself visible. It's the do and the share. Chuck, that was really insightful. And I love the staying curious. And you never quite know what those side projects would be or that book that you read or that blog post that you start, how these things can blossom into something else. Thank you very much for your time today. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldous Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.allthis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.